Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk to you again. Everyone is waiting, blah, blah. Hello. Welcome back. My name is Brandon Vessels, and this is Lazy Brain, the podcast with me, the Brandon that is lazy. I'm Lazy Brain. I have one of those things. That's why I called it that. Um, because it's not that my brain doesn't want to work, it's just, or it can't work, it's just that it's lazy, you know what I mean? Jelly bean. So, it is currently 4.43pm, January 16th, 2019, when I am recording this episode of the podcast. I uploaded yesterday, I'm gonna upload today, hopefully, and it's gonna be dope, man. I'm really happy to just get back on the mic and spit it. You know, so let's just rap for a little while. One check, two check, three. Okay. I first want to talk about the White House and the fact that they had McDonald's for the undefeated champions, the Clemson Tigers. Why? Why? Number one. I mean, I get... First of all, my first reaction was, that is amazing. Not because a meal of McDonald's is the greatest thing I've ever had. In fact, it's probably medium on my list of meals. Like, I I wouldn't turn one away, a meal at McDonald's. And at one point in my life, I would have loved to have one. But right now, I'm pretty much indifferent. But I think that it is absolutely hilarious that at the White House they had quarter pounder with cheeses and McChickens laying on silver platters. That's amazing. But also, I didn't think about how it's probably because of four-load workers. My mind just went to the fact that, I don't know, the president's probably close to 80 years old, if not 80. And that just sounds like something he would come up with. All their college kids, they eat ramen, so just give them burgers from McDonald's. I mean, that's cool. And it's made better by the fact that he enjoys burgers himself. He loves a good Big Mac and a filet of fish which I haven't had a filet of fish in probably ever. I think maybe twice in my life I've eaten a filet of fish Um, so I don't know how that is. I hear through the grapevine that it's probably something everyone should steer clear of because, you know, they just sit out all day, I guess. But you would think it'd be the opposite. you think that they would cook them fresh and then serve them. And since no one asks for them, they'll always give them to you fresh. Who knows? So that happened. It happened at the White House. And the only reason I heard about it was because I watched the Clemson game. I only wanted to watch it because I heard that they were playing Alabama, and earlier in the season, they made my home team of Louisville look like a bunch of middle schoolers. They beat Alabama beat Louisville so bad that it was trending on Twitter how bad they were, and I hate Alabama for that, so I was extremely excited at the hint of a chance that they might be beaten, and Jesus Christ, Clemson, man, that kid that looks like the kid in Matthew McConaughey's first movie where he's like a pedophile. You know what I'm talking about? 
they keep staying the same age. <laughs> I'm Matthew McConaughey. I don't. I can't do the accent, but yeah, that kid, the quarterback kid with the mullet, looks like he surfs. He killed it, and I think he's a freshman. And they kept saying in, during the game, "Oh, that guy's a true freshman. This is a true fresh." I don't know what that means. Can you so like maybe he's a freshman at? If you're a true freshman, it's your first year. And if you're not a true freshman, but you're a freshman, you're like new at the school. I don't know. I don't know what that means. But that's what everyone was saying, that that kid was a true freshman. So good for him, the true freshman, for destroying Alabama. And even more kudos to eat a dollar menu McDonald's meal at the White House. Hopefully he got the sugar cookies. Which, by the way, those sugar cookies are delicious. At McDonald's. Like the ones I would get them as a kid. I love shortbreads. They're called shortbreads. I have the palate of a 92-year-old, but I love shortbread cookies. I also enjoy, you know, Raisin Bran Crunch now and again. It's really good. I don't know if you've ever had a good Raisin Bran Crunch. Get out of here with just the Raisin Bran. And don't even ask me. Don't even, don't even fathom that I would even want just the Bran. Raisin Bran, maybe. But you'd have to ask me. Don't just give it to me. Raisin Bran Crunch, I'm all for it. Don't even ask. Just give me a bowl of Raisin Bran Crunch. Man, it's delicious. I haven't tried Honey Bunches of Oats, but that's on my tattoo. I have a pop filter now, so obviously that didn't hurt your ears. That's on my to-do list, is try... Honey Bunches of Oats. I hear that it's really delicious. And the black lady in the commercial seems like she's just sunshine in a person. So I would love to try Raisin Bran. Nope, it's Honey Bunches of Oats. So, yeah. It it was interesting to see Clemson beat Alabama. I've only recently started getting into football. At 22 years old, I'm now beginning to appreciate it. I don't know what it was, but as a kid, I didn't realize... I think this is what it was. As a kid, I didn't realize how much work and power it takes to play football. Like, I just thought... I guess I was used to playing Madden. And I was like, why can't they... This just seems pointless. Just take it to the end. Why is it so hard? It's like there's barely anything happening. But turns out... No, 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 no. Those guys are like 400 pounds that they're running into. And... You know, when someone gets sacked in the pocket, it doesn't feel good at all in the slightest sense. I mean, I don't know much about sports, but I do know that I would never want to be tackled by someone whose nickname is The Bus. You know what I mean? That is the suit size of a refrigerator. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. So now I sort of get it and I can appreciate it. But that, when you don't, understand the amount of work that goes into something it makes you so unappreciative of whatever it is i saw a video the other day of this tour de france france tour de france tour de france guy powering a toaster by just pedaling on in uh, one of those incline like indoor bikes uh first of all the tour de france guy he had calves like a horse. Like he 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 could have been a linebacker. Um, I thought those guys were skinny. You know, I'm thinking of uh, Lance Armstrong, 
cancer patient type guy. He had cancer, right? Testicle cancer. One of the lower ones on the on the ring, on the rung. But I always think they're usually skinnier guys. This guy was not. He, I think he was Swedish or something like that. And oh my God, it was insane. Uh, but it took him what looked like 30 minutes to power this toaster with his legs. And he didn't even get it toasted. It was like one of those warm, light brown toasts that you'd, you, if you got it, you'd contemplate putting it back in. But if you did, it would just burn. So you just eat it anyway. But that's the thing. We don't, like I have a fan in my room going always. And I don't appreciate that at all. And it's because I didn't know how much power it took to power a toaster. Like it takes a lot of work to power a toaster. So you probably should be paying for it. I remember I knew a guy when I was in middle school. Weird, creepy guy. Lived across the street from me. Um, He was always yelling about conspiracy theories. And he didn't understand why they didn't just make energy free. Like why he had to pay an electric bill. And uh, I do now because of that video. And I get it, you know, solar, wind. I think that maybe we don't use those for a reason. Like maybe it's not as efficient. I hear that wind might be good. But solar energy, I don't know. But I'm an idiot. So who? what do I know? I just know that that guy who is a professional bike peddler at the highest level couldn't make a piece of toast. So, uh, I think that maybe, uh, it takes a little bit more work than we're giving it credit for, but that's just me. So, yeah, I don't appreciate it as much. I do appreciate it more, but I still leave my fan going when I sleep. So, that's a thing. I saw, I saw a movie yesterday, it was called... If Beale Street could talk. I think it was Beale Street. (laughs) And it was interesting. I heard about it and I didn't want to see it until I saw that James Baldwin had written it in a novel and it was being adapted into a film. And once I saw that, I decided that I wouldn't mind taking a shot and trying to look at it. And I must say I enjoyed it a lot. Um, James Baldwin was always someone to me that wrote black people with such dignity. You know, I'm of mixed race myself and, um, I grew up personally, so I can't really speak for other generations or other movies that might be better. If there are some that would be similar to that written, I would love to see them. Um, but from what I've grown up with, it's been a lot of Medea, you know? Um, Cosby is a pretty, a pretty good representation, I think. I like that, um, shines a good light. But other than, like, the Cosby show, I didn't really see a lot of positive things like that. And, uh, James Baldwin really wrote the people in that with such dignity and character, and they were still, like, human, you know? It wasn't that they were hyper you know, saints or whatever, but they weren't, you know, I don't know. They're, you know what I'm talking about. There's usually a 
like Medea. They're not Medea. He didn't write them like Medea, but he didn't write them like unrealistic. I could believe that these were actual people. And that made me feel good. I really, um, I don't know. It was a breath of fresh air for me, at least, to go and see that movie and um, enjoy that. But I do love James Baldwin as... I, I've, I normally read his creative nonfiction. And from what I could tell or figure out, this was based off of one of his fiction works. And it was it was good. It was pretty good. It was funny to me how it was such a small story like it the it was so specific it was such a specific story and it was it was something it was a story that I don't think a lot of people would care to write but he did and um it's fantastic I really if you get a chance you should go see it I would really love to see more American authors like James Baldwin get more of their stories put to film, and I think it was really interesting. I also heard that it was a, a mostly female um, production team and cast. I think there was three men and like four, five women. Maybe four, well, it might have been even, but. Um, which you, I mean, I don't know if it makes a difference, but I'm sure that, like, there's a sex scene in it. And I'm sure that it was, the way it was represented on film could vary depending on whether a man or a woman is um, directing it. And since this film was from the perspective, or the story was from the perspective of this girl or woman in New York, I think that it would enhance the creation of it, you know, I think it might have been different if another actor that's male would have taken that and interpreted it, so I don't know, but it is true that it was originally written by a man, so I don't know, it's, uh, it's interesting, and, uh, I think it's cool to see different people different voices interpret things um so that was cool too it was a great movie overall i love james baldwin he's like i said one of my favorite creative nonfiction authors if not just my favorite author in general um his way with words is so it's different like the, he james baldwin was probably one of the first authors that I read in college that made me rethink how you can write there can it like the words could like the way it's written can almost sound musical and uh just the way he played with language in my opinion was awesome I really uh, was drawn to it um what else man it has been a very interesting day I went and took care of some things at my grandparents' house. I've been staying here for a minute trying to just do errands that they need, fix things around the house. And it's just interesting how over the years, lived-in places can just gather so much stuff. They've been living here probably for upwards of 30 years in this house, maybe even more, probably more. Well, at least 40, at least 45 years. 
<clears throat> if not more, I think more. And it's been so long for them. And in my life, it's only been like 22 years that I've known and experienced life in this house. But I mean, as I was cleaning up, just even under the sink, there was so much junk under the sink because there was a leak and I had to take everything out and look. But I was seeing things that I had in my childhood under there that were just left, gathered dust and rust and just age. And it was so interesting to me to see all that stuff. Whenever you do anything like that, spring cleaning or, you know, just anything where you got to look into your past like that, it's always super, super interesting. Like things that I used to think were so big or really tiny now. There was this blue, um, it was a blue flower pot that was hand painted by some kids when my grandma retired. She was a custodian at the elementary school in uh at in louisville at a elementary school in louisville and when she retired yeah like i said they painted it and i remember thinking that that thing was so big and then today when i was handling it it was all old and dusty and it was a small it was a pretty small flower pot but when i used it as a kid i thought it was just the biggest thing i don't know I, as i get older stuff like that tends to really strike me a lot more like I was watching um Nick at Night the other day and that's ironic I watched Nick at Night the other day but I was watching Nick at Night and The Office was on TV it was on Nick at Night and I remember when the when I remember when Nick at Night was like Bonanza and I Love Lucy somewhat and then it went to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and then George Lopez, and then Roseanne, and now The Office. And it's just funny to me, because I'm getting older. Like, I, I remember the last season. I watched the last season of The Office. And now it's, like, old enough to be on Nick at Night. Which I know that's not really a crazy, crazy thing, but it was just so weird to me. Because at first I thought it was just on Nickelodeon. I was like, kids are so weird. Why are they watching The Office? Like, why is that on Nickelodeon? But it was Nick at Night. And I was like, oh, well, that's even crazier. Because it used to be like the Cosby show and like older things. And what I'm starting to realize now is that people were alive seeing the Cosby's. And they're like, it's not that old. Like that <laughs> must be crazy to some people to hear that someone thinks the Cosby show is old. I mean, but it kind of is, right? Like, is it wrong to denote age? We sort of treat age as if it's like this terrible thing. But I think it's more scary because we're just getting closer to death. I think it just reminds us of our mortality. And that we're not going to be here forever. And that kind of sucks because you kind of want to be here forever a little bit on some level. But who knows? It's just very, very interesting to get older. So... That was my day-to-day. This was the episode. I tried to do about 20 minutes, and I think we made it. Um, I don't know. Do you like me doing this every day or maybe wait? I don't know if it gets better if I wait a week, but I enjoy just having something to look forward to do. This is really fun for me to just think about what to talk about. But I thank you so very much for listening to this episode of Lazy Brain. My name is Brandon Vessels, and goodbye.